Hey guys, and welcome back to the Waken Podcast. It's your host, Cassidy. And I'm David. Welcome back. We have a little doozy of a podcast a episode. Doozy? What do you oh, mean a I doozy? I just used it. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to. You guys really liked the um, other episode we did about the love languages. So we thought we would do another marriage relationship um, based episode. What are we going to be talking about today? Five things we've learned in five years of marriage. Yeah. Five years. It's, it's not a six, lot. Actually. It's a lot, but it's not a lot. When you think of how many, like some of our friends have been married for 20 plus years. Yeah, and decades. So it's, um, it's not as many years as them, but it's, it's a good amount of years. Five, six, almost going on six for what, like few months away from six years yeah our anniversary is in october so we're coming so up we're on coming six. up on it um so i think five, five things we've learned. yeah i think five is a good amount of time to be past like the newlywed stage and you're kind of like finding your groove yeah at least that's what it feels like yeah i agree so we're gonna talk about five things we've learned in five years in five years so do you want me to start so we're not doing our what we do originally oh right um, okay where we read a review because we're doing something a little different today at the end of the episode so we're going to give five tips we've got five bonus um things that you guys have learned from your years in marriage so we're going to have a couple people share those. yeah so wait till the end instead of doing a review we're going to do that at the end we're going to share what you guys shared with us on social media that's right and if you guys want to support the podcast um, head on over to wakenedapparel.org. That is how you can support the podcast. We don't have any ads or sponsors. Sponsors. It's just our company, wakenedapparel.org, which helps charities and helps artisans artisans have a living wage. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to support that and support the podcast, go to wakened. Wakened. We'll put it in the show notes. You don't have to Just spell remember, it out. It's wakenedapparel.org. Yes. Okay. And if you don't want to buy anything, you can always, if you feel so inclined, rate and review the podcast. And rate that and really helps too. Okay. Yeah. So. Let's dive into it. Let's dive into it. Five things we've learned in five years of marriage. I'll go first. Ladies first. Yes. <laughs> That's how we planned this. <laughs> go ahead. Number one. Your marriage is going to look unique to you. And I know this sounds really simple and probably obvious to most people, but um, it was kind of something I had to learn. You know, your marriage is not going to be a carbon copy of somebody else's. There is a big difference between looking up to a couple in some ways, which is healthy. You know, we all look up to people, but using another marriage to be like act as a yardstick for your own isn't healthy. Not at all. Yeah. Every every marriage is unique. Like every person is unique. So. Right. And you're bringing two unique people into a, one marriage. So. Yeah. But it's like I used to carry guilt for not being the same type of wife as like the women that I grew up admiring. But then when I came to the realization that like the characteristics that made us different were actually my favorite parts of our marriage. So when I realized that, that really helped me to let go of any feelings of guilt that I had of like what I quote unquote should be and just, you know, gave myself the freedom to be me and to be us. And like you said, as individuals, 
we're I, different. Yeah, I see where you're coming from because a lot of people think, oh, you know, we you look at a husband or a wife from like 25, 30 years ago and you think, oh, that's that's how I need to be. And people are different. Like what I bring to the table as a husband is probably different from what someone else brings to the table. And what I wanted in a wife to say um, is different from what someone else wants. Maybe someone else wants uh, ho- at home cooking your meal wife. And I don't, I don't care for that. That that doesn't. Yeah. Like so every, everyone's different. Like I, I think it's important to sit down and say, Hey, what are your expectations from each other? Right. And that way no one feels, okay. I, um, I'm not living up to that or, you know what I mean? Right. When really, you know, you were feeling guilty and is not, I never wanted any yeah. of those things. And so like you never put those expectations on me. Those were things that I was carrying because I was like, oh, well, this is the picture that I had in my mind of what a wife should be. And then I felt like I was falling short. But that wasn't like what I was carrying guilt for wasn't benefiting me or you or our relationship because like I wasn't playing on my strengths. I was dwelling on my weaknesses. And that's not even why you were like, why we were together that's not even yeah. why you were attracted to me but you know so yeah it's, I just, it's interesting though when people can figure out that not everybody's looking for the same thing in, in, yeah. a, in a in a different in a person so it makes it um a lot easier when you understand that right there will never be another marriage just like yours and instead of that being a negative like so, that's something to really cherish and that's something to honor not to you know get upset about yeah, that's true. Yeah. What's our second tip? Something our I learned, thing we learned or we've learned is to give respect to each other. You know, we always hear about that unconditional love mm-hmm. and it's true, but I think the unconditional respect to one another is just as important because there's going to be times when you guys argue and and it's important to give respect to each other because that can get out of hand if there isn't respect. Right. And I think that's more, I, not that I think it's more valuable, but I think it is equally valuable I think sometimes like when like you were saying, like when you're in the heat of something, you're not necessarily thinking, oh, I'm so over the heel over heels in love with this person right now. But you kind of you bring it back to like I I, at the end of the day, I respect this person and I respect their feelings and their thoughts and I respect where they're coming from. And, you know, it's important to show respect. Yeah. And I feel like that, like if, if love is like the water that like you know feeds the plant i feel like respect is kind of like the soil it's like both those work hand in hand you can't have one without the other right i didn't know if that was going to be cheesy or if that was kind of cheesy but um, it's a good analogy um but i i thought about this that this is like an area where i had like personally struggle in some ways but you've done such a good job at dignifying me with respect that it's made it so easy for me to have that towards you and I'm just really grateful for that like you make it really easy and I think when you have that mutual you, like you said that mutual respect it just makes everything a lot I'm easy. hearing music in the easy. background this these mics pick up like everything the and our neighbors are stuff. like they I'm blast their music every day and it's kind of like look Sorry, guys. sometimes <laughs> you guys have good music but a lot of the times it's like I don't want to hear it I'm and it doesn't like, matter what you do you can close all the no. doors windows you still hear it so, if you guys a, enjoy a little, little music in the background, background, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, number three. Okay. So, yeah. We, yeah. Number three. So, let's, 
quick recap number yeah, one we kind of got off track with the music, with the music. <laughs> sorry guys yes. listen listen just listen you hear it it's very it's fit. very fun i always am there. like i wish i could share a spotify playlist with them because yeah, at least like at give least me something me i can have enjoy. an option of what i can listen to um okay so number one is marriage, your, your, your marriage is unique mm-hmm. so feed on those strengths that, yes. uh, your uniqueness Number two is to give unconditional respect to each other. At least that's what I've learned. We're not marriage experts or anything like that. This is just what we've taken away. What we learned. And number three. Number three. We've talked about this before in another episode, so you can go back and listen to that. But knowing your partner's love languages. Super important. Yes. Um, And a love language, again, you can look back at that listen to that episode about love languages and how to love your partner better but basically it's how you give and receive love and so that may differ from partner to partner and it's really important to know what each other's love language is because you could be potentially missing out on times when they've been trying to show you love and they can miss out on times when you've been trying to show them love um so like for me like I could just like in my mind, like, I just want to, like, write songs and write letters and write notes and stuff. But that's not how you receive love. You yeah. receive love by acts of service. Action. Right. And so I receive love, if you didn't listen to that podcast, by words of affirmation. That's my main. So just knowing So just that, like everyone perceives the world differently. Right. Everyone perceives love differently. Yeah. So you 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 take in love differently. Like, you take in information differently. So it's important to know which... One applies to you, so you guys can work on that. Right. I think. Like I could write you help. a million love notes, but like if I that wouldn't mean as much as if I if I did like one or two things that would just like really lighten, lighten your load, load each day. Then that's what like fills your cup, right? Yeah. So just having that formula in the back of my head has like helped me because it's not natural for me. It's not a natural way for like me to necessarily show love. Like, and if I'm thinking like what I would want, it's not on par with that but knowing that i it just gives you kind of an action plan on how to love your partner better even when it doesn't come natural to you yeah okay All right, so number what's four. number four marriage is work i don't care what anybody says <laughs> oh we've never had an issue in our life or we never at well that's a lie <laughs> it's work it's a lot of fun it's been yeah honestly the best decision i've ever made in my life but it's a lot of work too you know you you, i married my best friend but the difference Mm -hmm. between about from your best friend you have that you're not doesn't live with you every day is that you can probably unplug for a bit you can say you know what we didn't agree on something we had a little bit of an argument i need a little space i won't talk to them for like three or four days if you're that type of person but with your marriage mate, your best friend that you're married to, you're going to see them at the end of the day. Even if you work, come back, you're going to see them at the end of the day. And so it's important to put in the work. I think there's effort that goes into it. It's, it's like watering a plant every day. Mm-hmm. The soil was unconditional respect and work is watering the plant every day. Well, no, work was, no, watering was love. Oh, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> You gotta put in. You the, gotta the put in the work. And you gotta the put in the work. You gotta put in the work to give the water, to give <laughs> yeah. them. Up. So I mean, just, just um, 
what was I going to say? I blanked because you threw me off with I'm the sorry. shovel um, and the dirt. <laughs> and um, it just put in the work. It's not, it's not an easy walk in the park and it's not difficult either. It just takes effort. Yeah. And doing little things along the way just makes it go a lot further. And yeah, so marriage takes work. It's not a walk in the park. I mean, it is. Sometimes it is and sometimes it's not, and that's okay. Yeah, but it takes work. You can't just ignore your partner's needs. Like, I'm a very goal-oriented person. Yes, that is an understatement. And I can put blinders on, but I've learned, for example, it takes work. I've learned that that's not going to work when there's another person with you. You can't ignore your the person you spend your life with. So I have to take my blinders off and say, okay, I can't just be all about achievement and do, and accomplishing my goals. I have to be more balanced. And so that takes work. You have to, you have to put in the work to make sure you guys have a, what's the word I'm looking for? Balance. Successful marriage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I appreciate because I know I make you move a little bit slower in your goals. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because you do take into consideration, like you're, you want to be present with me. And I know that yeah. that takes your focus sometimes away, which I appreciate. But like you were saying, you know, at the end of the day, no matter how great your marriage is, it's still made up of two imperfect people working on themselves. And marriage is something that's active. It's not passive. And I feel like the term work is a negative thing. A lot of the times, but like when you put into when you put work into your marriage, you're investing in it. You're investing in yourself, you're investing in your partner, and you're investing in the union you have together. So just like anything in life, what you put into it, you're going to get out of it. So you're not going to grow in a comfort zone. Um, so don't look at like discomfort and uncomfortable circumstances sometimes as bad, even though sometimes that's hard. Just reframing that and looking at it as an opportunity for growth, not just for you, but also to grow together is really important too. Yeah. And, you know, we're two strong-willed people. And so you kind of just have to make sure that you're working to connect with each other daily. Yeah. And that, that's important because life can get in the way, but you don't want to get in the way of the person you've decided to spend your life with. Right. So, yeah. Marriage is work, but it's a blast as well. It is. But uh, piggybacking off of your too strong-willed, number five um, that we've learned is marriage will be a whole lot easier if you can learn to apologize and forgive. So a quote I love is, a good marriage is made up of two good forgivers, which I think is really true. And we have very different, like, conflict styles, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. yeah. So, but I feel like we've learned to kind of, like, read each other's way we conflict and like work together even though they're opposite like we know the signs of like okay like even if it's like we're arguing or fighting or something we both know that we at we at our core we want to come to a resolution and we want to fix the root issue versus just like okay let's just like whatever like say what we need to say to like move on and like not really move on but carry what you have whatever it was I don't know. Does that make sense? No, like, like when people just like skim over stuff and they're like, whatever, we just won't talk about it. It's fine. Yeah, and then you keep on carrying it. it. Yeah. No, you got to You got to work through the problem. Yeah. And that goes back to being like, and I like to solve problems. Like, yes. I mean, I like to get to the root of the problem. All right. Let's, you know, when yeah. we, my brother and I always joke, joke around like when we were growing up, you wanted to solve the problem, which mm-hmm. 
meant getting into a lot of trouble, but because of, okay, you, you don't like me, let's deal with it. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I like to, all right, let's get, let's get over this. What is the issue? Yeah. Like you will like get into it and like, just because you're like, I want to get over this. So I'm going to just like go full in. And I'm like, like you will run towards conflict. Uh, conflict. conflict and I'll run away from conflict so that's where we I differ but like <laughs> I mean I, I don't love conflict but if like conflict is coming towards me I'm like hey let's do this like, let's enjoy uh, it let's yeah I want to get over not that I want to get over it but I just want to whatever the issue we're having it can it I know it can be fixed yeah and I want to fix it not fix it because that sounds like you just every... want to like get go at it like you want to get at the issue whatever it is even if it's small like you just you're like i don't want to just like do the silent treatment and then like we both don't talk about it we want to do we want to work on it i would like to not talk about yeah (laughs) i mean we're we're, that's how we're we're very different speaking of differences like whenever there's something someone says something and it bothers me i'm like all right yeah, you're like ready to go. I'm ready to go. And <laughs> all right. then Cassie's like, well, you got to look at it from this point. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I'll slow down. I'll, you know. Yeah. And yeah. like for me, you've helped me because it's like, I'd rather just not talk about it. But then things can fester and you're like, no, like, let's talk. Like, let's yeah. just do it. And like we've since since you've like given we've given each other a safe space to like work through things. I think we both trust each other, even yeah. though we're coming from two different positions. We know at the end of the day, we both want peace we both want love and resolution so yeah it's interesting stuff marriage is an interesting it's a a fun roller coaster it's fun it's a lot of fun i think number six i'm throwing this in there whoa yeah i'm gonna throw it in there i've learned i just i've just learned no i i've I've (laughs) just learned it right now (laughs) but is to find whatever your partner's interested in and take joy in those things oh i like you know like i you love Disneyland. I love Disneyland. I do. Now you do. But you love it 10 times more. And so we go there a lot. A lot. We, <laughs> we have season passes. We have season passes. And it's something that you enjoy. And I love seeing how happy you get when you're there. Because I'm a five-year-old at heart. And I like doing other things. I don't like, like we were in Hawaii, for example. Yes. And I cannot sit for longer than two minutes. And so like hanging out at the beach, just laying there was a struggle for me or like just being in the water just like just floating in the water (laughs) you're like oh is this what we're doing i'm like i I need to do something so it um so we went kayaking we we went went paddleboarding paddleboarding swam with sharks sharks. yeah we did a lot of stuff but it's kind of like it you need to be able to give what your partner wants as well it's not just about you and i think that's important that's what i've learned on the way too like you can't the things you like are equally as important as the things I like. Yeah. And so that that makes that makes it a lot of fun too because then you so guys true. share different memories. I mean it's different not different memories. You guys share the same experience in different ways. Yeah. And because cool. sometimes one person's getting more out of it, but like you said, you're yeah. I don't like to just lay around and and yeah. sun sunbathe or float in the water, but you loved it and I we did it. But that's kind of like a sacrifice or an act of service that you make towards me is when you like yeah. are just but like, I, okay, I, I'm going to be here with you even though I don't love this activity. Yeah. And I think it's important if you find the the activities or interests your uh, your significant other has and nurture them. Yeah. So. I like that. Number six. That was it. Number six. Well. So recap. Number one, 
Let me go back to where we were. Number one, your marriage is going to look unique to you. Don't so your use, marriage is unique. Yes. Don't use somebody else as a yardstick for yours. Number two, unconditional respect. Respect your partner. Mm-hmm. Number three. Know each other's love language. Yes. So important. If you what haven't. What is it called? The test? Meyer, um, Myers? No. no <laughs> Briar? No, that's something else. Um, the Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Gary Chapman. If you go, go listen to our other podcast where we talked about it, if you haven't already. All right. So three was. Know your partner's love language. Number four was marriage's work. Mm-hmm. And number five, marriage will be a whole lot easier if you apologize and forgive. And number six and number is six. to nurture each other's, not hobbies, nurture each other's interests. Interest. Take interest in each other's interests. Take interest in each other's interests. <laughs> Interesting. All right, now let's read. We're going to have some bonus. Some bonus Bonus tips. added value from you guys. From so you this guys, is some, our amazing community. Yes, some people on Instagram. I wasn't able to grab everybody's because oh, somehow, for some reason, Instagram's like not letting me see things today and it's freezing on me. Do better, Instagram. I know. Like, this has been to happening. Quote, to quote um, a couple we absolutely love, they're always like, do better. Do better. <laughs> do better, Instagram. <laughs> do better, Instagram. Come on. Okay, so I've got a couple here. Alexandra, who's been married for six years, says, the other person cannot read your mind. Mm. Very true. Um, Rochelle, who's been married for 23 years. Wait. And even if they could, that'd be kind of scary. That would be terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that's where communication comes into yeah. key, right? And a lot of you guys I did that I didn't get to grab have said a lot of people talked about communication, which is very important. Communication. 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 <laughs> Rochelle, married for 23 years, says to always be patient in living with each other. Mm, that's, that's a good, good one. Yeah, patience is a big yeah. thing. Um, Savvy, married for 11 years, says if it's important to say, then take the time to say it kindly, clearly, and at the right time. Ooh, that's a good one. So vital. That, yeah. Say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. But then I, I like this because it kind of reminds me of this thing that I I try to live by, which is it's not always what you say, but it's how you say it. So yes. I think that's a good point because I will say what I need to say. You but it's how can you say be it. pretty blunt. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, Haley, who's been married for three years, says, I can honestly say that we have a great marriage because I genuinely feel like I'm married to my best friend. Although I've learned that we, when we do argue, though it may be off, uh, may not be often, that usually it's not worth it, and we never go to bed upset. I always feel like being willing to see their side and be apologetic is a great way to keep it from escalating because there's bigger problems in the world, and having a great partner is the best thing you can have. That's true, Heidi. That is very true. Very good point. I love this one by Stephanie. Simple. 12 years she's been married and she says, always laugh with each other, which we do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> such... I think all those are very valid points. I mean, um, I liked what Haley said about, you know, it's usually something small. It's, yeah. That's what our, a lot of arguments are usually just not nonsense, but they're not, they're, it's nothing that is going to change anything. So it's right. kind of like, all right, let's just get over it and really enjoy what we do have and it's amazing what every marriage is amazing and so it's amazing what people have and just kind of getting past those little things you can yeah. get on to the best things 
things just like always trying to keep things in perspective. Yeah. It's hard to do, but when you can, it it just helps all yeah. relationships. And I like our, that last one, laugh or yeah, laugh, laugh with, with each, each other. other. <laughs> we we've had a couple laugh attacks in in. Oh my gosh! I will be dying. Like we'll just—it's—it's <laughs> it's funny. Like she, she'll have these laugh attacks where she cannot control, and then I'll, I'll like imitate it just a little bit, and it'll just keep going and going and going, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's funny. It turns into something else, though. It just turns like I can't. It's—it's it's very. It's a weird sound. I'll record it one day and put it coming on. out of my mouth. Like it's weird. Jess, who's been married for eighteen years, says, "You learn to pick your fights. Is it even worth it to get upset over? No." Then drop it. Yeah, that's like a good that. point. Mm-hmm. And then Stacy, who's been married for twelve years, says, "Never go to bed angry." Those are good, good tips. Yeah, very good tips. So yeah. six turned into one, two, three, four, five, fourteen. Fourteen tips. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Everybody has amazing tips. I mean, there's 23 years of marriage, 11 years of marriage. There's there's valuable tips and everything. So it's not that we're saying, you know, you can't get pointers or valuable tips from other marriages. Right. It's just, you know, yours is always going to be unique. You're yeah. two different people coming together. Comparison is a thief of joy. So yeah. don't let comparison rob you of a happy marriage. But we thank every single one of you for those amazing... Um, I keep saying the word tips. I'm trying to look for something else. Advice. Advice. Practical value Practical that they've learned from their the marriage. Years. Yeah, I love. I wish I could have shared more. Again, I mean, we can go on for Instagram's hours with fault. all the all the um, advice we got, but these were just fantastic, and we are, we want to thank you guys for sharing them. Yeah, and we hope that you guys got some value out of this. And if you have any tips that we didn't share, we'd love to hear what has helped you in your marriage and how long you've been married. Um, so go find on our social media at Wake Into Peril and leave it in one in of comment the comments section. of yeah. the recent, whatever recent post yeah. we have up there. I like, I enjoyed this one. This one was cool. I know. If you guys want to hear more. It was very more, different. Yeah. Well, our last marriage one did pretty well. So yeah. So we're like, hey, let's like, do another marriage one. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of married couples that follow us and are in our community. So it's cool. Yeah. I feel like too, even if you're not, like even before we met and like, I just... It's just nice to like have practical advice that you can kind of put in your back pocket, even if you're not married, maybe even if you're in a relationship or maybe if like you could apply some of this to like parentals or friends relationships, you know, anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you want to hear more on this topic, just let us know. Please subscribe. Yeah. To our podcast mm-hmm. at, on iTunes, on Buzzsprout, on Wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, we're there. <laughs> we're waiting. We're there. Wherever, wherever you're listening to this on, um, please subscribe. And what was I going to say? I, was, I just blanked out on what was I going to say. Well, I'll remember. See, if I the, could read your mind right now, that actually I'll remember on the next podcast. <laughs> so we'll see you guys. In the next one.